6.02 in the fast lane. Your time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler. Brad Barnes, Brad Thompson, Chris Ranji, and Randy Carricker, great to have you with us. And we have, with all due respect, coming up in just a moment, get your text in to the Home Loan Expert text line at 65780. Before we get to, with all due respect, believe it or not, there are people out there who actually steal packages right off other people's doorsteps. You don't say? The thieves don't always get Mm. caught, but you'd like to think that karma got them. Well, this week, that was the case for a Washington woman who attempted to grab a box off of a porch. Only problem was that when she ran, she fell and broke her leg. (laughs) Rolling around in the lawn in pain, her no-good driver helped her to the car and nabbed the package along the way. Uh, So I got to watch this video. I was so happy that that happened. But the only thing that could have been better with this video is if when they were getting her out to the car, some other car hit her. That would be the only thing that makes this better. You're a piece of trash if you're out there just stealing other people's packages, and this is what you deserve. So the I world got you. I, I haven't seen the video. So the, she's got an accomplice in the car, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the getaway man who had to be the carry what her if he, big old what a, butt man. Maybe driver. I think what would have been the best is if he had gotten out, grabbed the package, and got in the her. car, and drove away and left her. We've, uh, we've seen one like that recently, like where she was trying to get <laughs> in the car. She threw the packages in first, and he just jetted. <laughs> Don't leave a man behind. <laughs> Great. So I don't know if you guys saw this, but Dennis Rodman was arrested for DWI, and the police say that he was hammered, that he was well over the legal limit. With all due respect, why is this even a story? Yeah. It's not like anybody had a bad read on that guy, and he's just a straight arrow. <laughs> no, uh, he's like, oh this yeah, is, of course. Kim Jong doesn't know. Sure. Do, do, do you think now they're uh, they're no longer friends? Do you think? Oh no, uh, Kim Jong Un, uh, they're they're still tight. He yeah. said oh, any yeah. press is good press. Uh-huh. Go get him. Maybe well, you know, I guess you have to help out a friend, right? Maybe you're a firework. It's Kim Jong Un's favorite song. Is that right? How, how yeah, is that? What did you not see the movie The Interview? No, oh, no. It's, you got to watch it. It's a spoiler alert. Oh, great! Oh, I got to hear that. Well, yeah. Didn't people almost get killed for it? Uh, yeah, the stars, Seth Rogen, and uh, the guy whose brother is Franco, also, James Franco. Yeah, James Franco. Yeah, they, well, he threatened him. I don't know if he almost killed him, but no. he he threatened him. But I don't think I it don't was think really I'm going to watch the interview. I don't really. It was funny. You'd like it. Are you sure? Yes, you would. Okay. Well, BT would like it. All right, cool. I got a sense of humor. Yeah. All right, uh, My, I have a good one. Said with all due respect. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, I have uh, a sense of humor. It just happens to be good. Well, it's, it's potato, potato. Show uh, that LP, LPGA <laughs> golfer Suzanne Peterson, or Peterson, she denies a comment, apparently, that says, she said Donald Trump, quote unquote, cheats like hell at golf. Now, uh, I have seen images of this man uh, driving his golf cart up onto the green mm-hmm. to putt. With all due respect, if you will drive your golf cart onto a green, you will, in fact, cheat like hell at golf. Oh, I think there's there's probably a lot of truth to Agreed that. Agreed 100%. Yeah. I mean, you're not supposed I'll to do respect. that. I'll do respect. Maybe there, are there some courses where it's a free-for-all, you could just drive wherever you want? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, maybe he thinks that's Not on greens. On greens is never okay. No? It's never, never okay to drive on a green. Okay. Never. Wait, not, even, not even if you own the golf course? No, it's still not okay. There's still uh, rules. There's ethics. It's golf. Okay. It's a gentleman's yeah. sport. I thought we could maybe uh, open our own course, and we'll, it'll just be a free-for-all. Good idea. Drive wherever you want. Um, From uh, Toronto. Toronto, eh? Toronto, eh? Yeah, this is not good. Uh, Two police officers have been suspended after getting high while on duty. Sorry. Consuming marijuana edibles that they they stole 
from a dispensary when they were on a raid there. Shake them down. A uh, police source says that after carrying out a warrant at a local dispensary on Saturday, still on the clock, the two officers ingested the marijuana-infused goodies meant to be taken from the scene as evidence. When they didn't feel the effects of the drugs, they made a rookie mistake. <laughs> they ate more. <laughs> and then the drugs kicked in. The pair were still on duty. They appeared to panic and called the ambulance and their fellow officers. Uh, News Talk 1010 has learned that when backup arrived, one of the impaired officers took off running. <laughs> At least some of the backup officers followed with one slipping in the process and suffering an injury. With all due respect, if you're going to steal weed or weed edibles from the raid that you have just uh, executed, wait till you're done working. With all due respect, you got to wait until you're off duty before you do something like that. The guys like gummy bears, apparently. Hey, it was just like Wolf of Wall Street. Man, these aren't really kicking in. They're not doing anything. <laughs> we'll just take the whole bottle. <laughs> My God, what's uh, wrong with you people? Big Sis, what do you got for us? With all due respect, stealing a package off of somebody's front porch should result in one free punch to the face. Uh, I don't disagree with sure. that. Yeah. And or a broken leg if it didn't happen. Yeah. Like, come on. But you don't get away. I, I like your idea, BT, of having the person just get hit. By the, Yeah, hit by a car. Yeah. And it would be even better if it was like a boom, like boom. UPS dropped off boom, something, boom. Yeah. but then they're they're running back out to the, to the street, and then they get hit by FedEx or something like that. Like, yeah. I think that would just be poetry in well, motion. Then the UPS and FedEx guy would get in a fight. You know, you're on my territory. Well, no, I think they're allowed to just all... I'll come oh, out. you know what? That would be fun, like a like a demolition derby with a bunch of FedEx and UPS yeah. trucks. And uh, what's the other one? DSL? Yeah, that's it, right. Is that it? The, the yellow, yellow one. one? Yeah, yellow and red. The yellow truck. Yeah. Is that it? Not DSL. It's a yeah, it might DL. be. I think it is. I think that's it, DSL. Yeah. That no, DSL's else. like... <laughs> no, I think it is. That's something. <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking it's about. something. You know, it, <laughs> it, it, it'd suck to get something stolen off of your, uh, your porch. I sure would. <laughs> Sure if you did five percent of people listening know what we're talking about, yeah. and they're uh, all children. But it's one thing if you punch right in the lip. Yeah, yeah, that's what they deserve. But uh, you'd never know it was gone. That's the one thing about it that would. That's the thing. Yeah. I've got one of those ring doorbells. So like mm-hmm. same videos we saw the, this lady. Mm-hmm. I love it now, and I think I try to scare family members. Oh, so good. Even if I'm at yeah. work, I'll say we don't want any. I enjoy it. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> With all due respect, Nick Foles is the worst Super Bowl quarterback in the last 15 years. With all due respect, he said, I'll show you on Sunday. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, if we're just going to look at, like, numbers and stuff and expectations, yeah. It wasn't supposed to be. You've had a lot of Brady. You've had a lot of Manning. You've had uh, Aaron Rodgers. You've had Big Ben. Uh, Cam Newton. Yeah, I think that's accurate, and I don't think it's unfair. I think that's respectable. Doesn't mean he can't win. Just means his team's going to have to win. Yeah. Right. So sure. with, all, with all due respect to the other coaches, it's kind of nice to see Bill Belichick smile. Yeah, I, I know. No, I, don't, I like it when he's uh, crusty. Yeah. So like with all due respect. Yeah. See, I, I like seeing new things. I'm, I'm with you. It's fun to see that side <laughs> of him every once in a while. Because you know you'll get the crusty one like leading up like right before the game, and he won't crack a smile on the sidelines. Uh, he, he's uh, the only guy on earth that gets like super mad when Gatorade gets splashed on him. That means you won something like that. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a cool thing. It's cold, but, though. Uh, yeah, I like, yeah, actually, uh, Tony LaRussa would, would say, hey, don't do that to me. All right, because he like, didn't want his heart to stop or something. He's like, give me, <laughs> just give me with beer. Like, don't, please don't give me with that. Did you see uh, Nick Saban doing his line dancing? 
Yeah, that's great. See? That, that, so that's anything, another side to a person. Anything right? you get a player, yep. yep. I would line dance for a player. Yeah, how many How good. many stars are you, son? Five. Well, let me boot, scoot, and boogie. <laughs> yeah. With all due respect, even if they had the Patriots' signs, Spags and the Eagles were not going to beat the Patriots in 04. Lost by three. Well, it was close. Yeah. So they'd have adapted, adjusted. No, Donovan McNabb kind of scuffled. He, he claims he was sick, but there was not a lot of urgency on the part of the Philadelphia Eagles that day. But uh, of all coaches, I said this to Bernie Miklas this morning, of all coaches that I've ever known, if Jim Johnson was really saying they know what's coming, nobody ever knew what was coming from Jim Johnson. If they knew that, they had done a good job of sign seals. I, I love how Spags at the time is like, I was like, no, that's that's not going on. I He didn't believe, yeah. and then years later, and you know, after looking at the tape, he thought, yeah. oh, maybe that was yeah, happening. Maybe it was. Well, mix it up one time, with all due respect, or ten times. Change your signs, maybe? Super Troopers 2, the, uh, the trailer is out. With all due respect. I just did that one. It won't live up to the first one. No. The Toronto officers, it was a... Oh, Super Troopers too, yeah. For sure. Very Super Troopers. Yeah, that will, that will not. It won't. Oh, first, absolutely not. Um, they are in Canada, though. I really want this to come out soon. I like the whole time just thinking, hurry up, meow. Come on, meow. Here we go, meow. <laughs> it's going to happen. Randy needs to see the movie. You Randy seen needs it. to see the movie. You haven't seen it. Yeah, I need to see it, I guess. Yeah, I need to see it, I guess. Yeah. We're doing the repeater. Do I need a DVD? <laughs> And, uh, Blu-ray? Do yes, I'll bring it in. I got the, unless it was one of my hundreds or so that were stolen, I'll bring okay. it in. I'll, I'll watch it. All right. Thanks, Big Sis. Thank you. And thanks for your text to the Home Loan Expert text line, 65780. Next up, we want your questions again via the Home Loan Expert text line. Get them into us because the Sports Six Pack is coming your way here in the Fast Lane on 101 ESPN. We appreciate your text to the Home Loan Expert text line 65780, and it is time for the Sports Six Pack. Big Sizz has your questions for us. Take it away. Question number one. Which players in sports history are comparable to Rob Gronkowski when it comes to just being physically dominant compared to everybody else? Yeah, Jim Brown back in the 60s. Wilt Chamberlain in the NBA. That's a good one. Just physically, do- LeBron's Could, there now. How about Bo Jackson? Is that oh, Bo, I mean, Bo just, Jackson was just different yeah. than everybody. It's yeah. Like, oh, who are you going to put on Bo? Everyone. I'm going to put everybody on Bo. Yeah, uh, he, he's another one of those guys. Just that have that supreme physical ability, and then match it with uh, the desire to be great. There's not a. I mean, it's it's hard to identify it in baseball because you can't just right. You can't just take over a game unless you're pitching. You know, yeah. but you still only are there half the time. Another so. guy who would fit into this mold is Mario Lemieux. Somebody who's just bigger, stronger, faster than everybody else. Yeah. Who likes to party as much as Gronk, though? It's like, what a combination oh, oh. he's got. Of all those then it's, things, there's only two guys. Who we got? Gronk and Babe Ruth. Wow, that's a good comp. Yeah. thought Rick Ankiel was the only comp for Babe Ruth. Apparently Gronk no, is. No, now we got another I one. like it. They have much different physiques, though. Not really. No, yeah, babe both, was... both got started in Boston. Both like hot dogs. But I think Gronk was is probably in better shape than Babe was. He might be. I don't know. Babe well, now he for sure player. is. Now he runs different. For sure, Babe had a much greater stride. He had a waddle. A, a much greater stride. That's a, that's a waddle. Yeah. Question number two: If somehow Nick Foles outduels Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, how does that change his future moving into next season? He'll still be the backup. I think he signed a two-year contract with the Eagles. So he'll be the backup to Carson Wentz. And remember how late Carson Wentz suffered that 
ACL and, as it turns out, MCL. Mm -hmm. He might not be ready for the beginning of the season. So there might be an opportunity there for Nick Foles to play early next year, too. I just have more hope. Yeah. Going into yeah. after next year. It's like, see, guys, look at this. I still got it. That 27 and 2 and still a Super there. Bowl. Sorry about that. I think it'll be what you said, but I guess there's the option that the Eagles trade him to some team that is desperate enough and thinks, oh, maybe we've maybe we've got something here. But I, I think They've they done probably it before. keep him. Yeah. Question number three. Gonna let you guys build your ideal Super Bowl. Location and halftime performer. Who do you take? Las Vegas is where it's going to be because it's uh, it's beautiful and you could gamble right there on everything. And halftime is going to be uh, uh, I like what they've got going with uh, with Timberlake. I think that, mm-hmm. that's a nice one. Yeah. But I'm going to combo him with Katy Perry and I'm going to say do what Ooh. y'all did in 04 because that was oh, a good nice. year. You good guys call. do your thing. Like, a lot of entertain people, the people. A lot of people got in trouble. Entertain the people. It's a problem. Yeah, I think. Runs, what do you got? Can't now. Uh, well, New Orleans would be my spot. I think New Orleans is a great spot for big events. Like I was that. allowed to pick a place that didn't have a football stadium already, yes. right? Yeah, okay, you, cool. You, oh, yeah. Play. Can I pick somebody who's dead? Yep. I mean, I picked a place I wasn't there, so yeah. I think I'll go back to the, the Prince uh, halftime. That was pretty mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. It's all about Prince in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. It's probably, he, fits, he fits the scene, too. I actually think my favorite Super Bowl city that I've been to is Tampa. Uh, I like their setup. And uh, I like their stadium. I like their restaurants. I like the fact that you can play golf down there. So I would go with Tampa as my spot. And uh, my halftime, a good stadium. You're going to say Billy Joel. No, you know, Billy Joel is not a great stadium act. You don't think so? I, I saw him at Bush Stadium last year. Yeah, and he was good. He was good, but not great. I saw the Eagles in a stadium, and they were good, but not great. Um, no, I, I think you do. I, I think you're on the right track there, BT, with Katy Perry. So uh, I think I would go with... Uh, uh, I, I think I would have Katy Perry as my headliner, and then uh, JT can come on stage with the with the help. Well, Bruno Mars is a hell of a he performer, He was great. Too. He did a great yeah. job. So. And he can, he can fill a stadium, yeah. too. No doubt about it. So Tampa is a great Super Bowl city. There should only be six places where they host a Super Bowl. It should be Tampa... Miami, New Orleans, without question. Um, I, I guess L.A. is all right. It's just a hassle to get to for most people in America. Uh, just nah, it. it is nah. Let's let's not go there. Let's not go to L.A. Well, it's okay. I'm, gonna pass I'm, I'm with you. Okay, fine. I'm with you. Question number four. Quick would you rather here. Would you rather be the football town who ran off a Hall of Fame quarterback or a Hall of Fame coach, future Hall of Fame coach or quarterback? Hmm. I'd rather run off the coach because I, I feel like if I have a, a Hall of Fame quarterback in place, like at some point those talents are going to come out and whoever my coach is, we're still going to find some good results. Um I, I like that. I'd rather have the player. I'd rather have the one that, that is yeah. not just next to the line but actually between them. If the Hall of Fame coach is Bill, I'm, I might uh, I might err on the side of of not wanting to run him out of town because I think he could turn. He probably could have done a lot of similar things with Garoppolo. I bet. Yeah. And and with I don't think a lot of coaches can do that because, like you said, uh, if you have Aaron Rodgers, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what your coaching is like. You're going to get some good years out of him, and you're going to have some good yeah. teams. 
But I think Belichick changes everything. Do I want to be, this is what this comes down to, do I want to be a Chiefs fan who ran off Marv Levy, or do I want to be a Buccaneers fan who ran off Steve Young? I think I'd rather be the Buccaneers fan, because at least I've won a Super Bowl since Steve Young left. There's your answer. Been in a Super Bowl. Just keep them coming. Just keep them coming. Same. I mean, the Chiefs are a, they're a, a real trash fire, aren't they, Randy? Yeah, it's not great. It's too bad. But Marv Levy was great in Buffalo. He went to four Super oh, Bowls. Yeah. 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 If you've got one. He's fuming over there. You can look at him. His it, face is all red. Question number five. If you've got one asset for the Super Bowl, one threat, which coach or which player are you taking? All time or now? All time. Joe Montana. Uh, you Okay. You take Montana, and I'll take Walsh. Bill Walsh. I guess I'll take uh, Rice. Didn't he have... Nah. He was, he was, he was yeah, great. Yeah, I'll take Rice. Tom Brady's a good answer, too. And so is Belichick, I mean, yeah. and so is Jimmy Johnson, and yeah. so is Troy Aikman. I don't know. Maybe, I'll, maybe I'd rather have the quarterback. So... And I'm gonna. I would have picked Aaron Rodgers. That's my favorite. And I, I know that he hasn't always won, but nothing man, wrong with Aaron Rodgers. That Can't guy there. That guy is special. Uh, you know what? I'm changing mine. I'm going to going with a Rod. Okay. No Terry Bradshaw love in this room. Question number six. So we know in St. Louis what it's like to celebrate World Series wins. We know what it's like for a Super Bowl win. Yeah. What is the difference between the two? Time of year. Well, that that's part of it. <laughs> um, I th- I think in my experience because we'd never had a Super Bowl champion. We'd never even had a home playoff game before the Rams won the Super Bowl. That was just bigger and more intense. I I think we're not that our World Series parades are not great because they are, but it's a we've got a we've done that before kind of attitude oh, and demeanor. Sorry if you get tired of winning World yeah, Series well, and know the parade round yeah, by heart. Yeah, that's that's not a bad thing. That's not. But just the the parades for the Rams and the parades that I've been to for the Cardinals, that's how they're different. This this town was berserk over the Rams and that Super Bowl victory and going from worst to first and having it be the first time I think it was that's what made it different if they would have won Super Bowl 36 they probably have been that parade probably would have been pretty similar to what we have experienced with Cardinal well just imagine uh, you talk talk about just been a while you get used to different things imagine what would happen if the Blues won you know in the summer it would trump everything else it would just be epic couple be all over town with the new arch grounds be unbelievable we would have more than five million people, and to answer the question, no? I'm, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I think that five was overshooting quite a bit. Okay, yeah, significantly. Um, I'm going to to answer the question. I'm going to go with baseball too because I like the process of getting there better. I like the baseball playoffs better. There are more games. I like series and because it feels like you've accomplished more because you've gone through that month of hell yeah. to get there. So I'm going to go with that. Okay. Thanks, Big Sis. Thank you. And thanks for your text to the Home Loan Expert text line, 65780. Next up, baseball games are a little too long for Rob Manfred, but the length of games might actually be due to cheaters. We're going to explain that next in the Fast Lane on 101 ESPN. An interesting piece by Ken Rosenthal at The Athletic in regards to sign stealing in baseball. And obviously, sign stealing, if you don't use video is an age-old process by which you can gain an advantage over the opposition. But 
And Ken Rosenthal points this out. One element in the pace of play conversation is sign stealing because baseball doesn't prohibit players from stealing signs as long as they only use their eyes. But the increasing reliance on technology attracted attention last season when baseball fined the Red Sox an undisclosed amount after a member of their training staff used an Apple Watch in their dugout as part of an elaborate sign-stealing operation. With all the people that need to step out to get signs that are stolen. I never thought of that as a pace of play issue, but it would be one. Well, yeah, and not, not even just the stepping out, but then all of the guys that have to correct it. we got to change our signs every inning or every half inning or mm-hmm. every few pitches. And uh, look, I uh, as a pitcher, you, you look at somebody and the catchers are always looking at this like, man, he took a swing like that, like he was on it. Come here, let's talk about this. Hey, now we'll do second sign after two or we'll do, you know, sign after the number of outs. Like, we'll, we'll keep mixing it up. Uh, and that takes time. That takes lots of time. I am all in for stealing signs like the the gamesmanship of it because if you don't like it hide your signs a little bit better be smarter don't go second pitch every single time with the runner on second don't let that be your mo but if you got guys that are just honing in and that's what uh, ken rosenthal talks about if anybody um just give you a visual of a video room like that's what it is like you are you have one camera that's right there in on the catcher and you're seeing every pitch where exactly it is well when you're seeing the pitches you're seeing the signs and you're seeing the sequences and when you see things over and over again you get a beat on it pretty quickly and these video guys are incredibly good at what they do if you're utilizing that to relay it out to somebody else during a game that is illegal like that is not okay to be able to do that uh so guys do have to cover their signs and it's going to take longer and i know that uh like you said there are a lot of video guys who are really good at that stuff i mean part of the job is to identify uh trends and identify things that are going on so that's what they're there for. At least that's one of the things they're there for. And I don't think anybody, I, I think most people agree with you. I'm with you too, BT. I, I don't have a problem with the art of sign stealing because there have been throughout the game certain players in the dugout, certain coaches, pitching coaches, bullpen coaches that can that can identify the hitting coaches, for sure. that can identify that stuff. And I think that's a talent. I think that's that's really Rosenthal interesting. referenced that in the piece. He said there's guys that they come into job interviews, hitting coaches, they'd come into job interviews saying, hey, I'm really good at picking yes. up pitches, stealing signs. Yeah, and I think that's, that's a really cool part of the game that a lot of people don't think about. However, when you get to use a calculator on yeah. your, well, I call it a calculator like I'm old, uh, you get to use like an iPad on your wrist, that's not okay. I don't think anybody's really on board with and, that. And what that's doing is it's streamlining, just uh, like mm-hmm. to give you a visual. Instead of somebody seeing a tendency in the video room, sprinting down and be like, oh, this is, uh, <laughs> he, he's going second. It, it's a fastball here, yeah. whatever it is. Uh, it's right to somebody's watch, and you can say whatever whatever it is. If I, if I say, hey, be ready, be ready's fastball. If I say, you know, whatever, it's something else. It's instantaneous. That's not okay to be able to do something like Because I know that. a lot of video rooms are right off the dugout, but mm-hmm. some of them are way back up in the tunnel, so they're thinking, oh, man, let's use our watches. This is even better. And an anonymous manager made this suggestion to Ken Rosenthal. He said, the simplest solution to me is to put an MLB person in your replay room. That's the only way. The issue is the replay room. There's a camera in every replay room fixed on the catcher at all times. That makes sense if you have a knowledgeable MLB person to monitor what's happening from the replay room, that, that makes sense. It does make sense. And the reason that it's on the, the catcher at all time is you're charting pitches, and you're yep. charting it perfectly, right? This is all has to be, where was this pitch? Did he just miss? It's all tendencies, right? Everything goes into your big database, so you need to know all this information. I, I do think, and I know baseball is quite lucrative, mm-hmm. that's going to cost a lot of money to have to have two people in yeah, each place, full-time employees. And by the way, that manager told Ken Rosenthal that 
A.J. Hinch was correct in what he was doing in the postseason, going out every couple of pitches and changing signs. He said it was killing the pace of play, but they were dead right to play it that way every single pitch. They didn't want to give signs away at any point in time. Well, when you have managers that are living in fear of their signs being stolen to the point that they're changing them every several pitches, you do have an issue with pace of play with the manager going out or just changing the signs as often as that. They're also living in fear of keeping their jobs. And that might be a little bit dramatic, but if you're trying to win a World Series, you're in that you're in those games. You may not like the fact you have to stop play all the time so that you can work over the signs with your with your team, but you're trying to win the game, and, and, and this is the environment they're currently in, so they're playing within that environment. I think, the, I think the, the idea here is to change the environment. You can't have, look, going back to what we were talking about earlier, I'm all on board with the art of being able to identify if a, if a pitcher holds his glove in a certain place and you know a certain pitch is coming. I, I think that stuff is really, really interesting. What is not interesting is when you're able to use technology mm-hmm. or you have an extra employee, which some teams have done in the past where they, they do weird stuff where they're sitting in the scoreboard out in center field and may or may not be flashing White Sox. lights. White Sox. Uh, I heard about that. I heard about White that. White Sox with the extra camera. <laughs> the <Blue Jays>. yeah. <laughs> now, BT, I did hear about that. What yeah. about this? And this is something that has been advocated by <laughs> Bud Sox. Black and Jerry DeBoto and, and, and Joe Girardi. Hawk Harrelson it, had a button. I'm sorry to cut you yeah. off, but Hawk Harrelson, this is the, the urban legend and it may have actually been true. Hawk was the announcer. Mm-hmm. And at one point, I don't know how many years ago, it might have been like 25, he had a button that was rigged in his, you know, in his, and he could uh, to lock the door. Then no, be, no, 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 that was uh, yeah. no, that was uh, Brian Williams. No, but, I think it was Matt Lauer. It, that's it, it was, was. <laughs> it, because he had. Oh, that's right, it was Matt Lauer, oh, not Brian Williams. Brian Williams was at war. On the, he, yeah, he was on the helicopter. He was on the Blackhawk. He was, right? uh, he or, was actually in the limo during the Kennedy assassination. <laughs> yeah. Was he? Was he in the one behind? I saw a picture of it. Oh yeah, I saw him too. Um, but he he apparently could. You know, hit the button and a certain scoreboard light would light up and that would identify or let the hitter know what was coming. It was just totally ridiculous. Now, BT, what about the idea of wearing an IFB? If you're the pitcher and catcher wearing uh, devices to to tell you what pitch to throw. Kind of think we're trying too hard here. Yeah. It's not that hard. Baseball is not. And and for a lot of people, look, the the cat and mouse of it is part of it. Like, you enjoy that. I I think that would just be nerve-wracking in general. If we get to the point where, like, you need that, baseball is broken. If you need the IFB, all right, fastball coming in. We'll figure out some way to read lips, and we'll like everybody will screw that up too. So no, I, I think that's dumb. I don't think we need it, but I do think we we find ourselves a little bit of problem here. And to me, the problem still isn't game time. I don't care. I I'm fine with it. But the problem is, uh, j- just you want to you got to play. You got to do it the right way. Steal the right way. Yes. If you're gonna steal, steal the yeah. right way. And La- Lance McCullers Jr. has a uh, tweet that that Rosenthal referenced in this piece. And the beginning of it is talking about just the mountain visits and stuff. Uh, basically, everybody's using advanced technology to steal science. We need to cover our butt. Uh, but the uh, interesting part was at the end of it when he says, I'm not talking about signs when a man is on second. This is initially, this is right off the bat. This is first batter of the game. This right. is first inning, nobody on, and they've got your signs already. So you have to run through sequences now. By the way, that takes a lot longer. If I've got to do a sequence of signs because I know you're stealing them, not because anybody on the bench can see what I'm doing, not because I have a catcher that opens his leg a little bit more or he hangs his fingers down low so I can see those fingertips. No, because you're using a camera to hone in on it. That takes more time. Right, and that 
is something that should be simple to stop. That's when cheating has gotten out of hand because you just can't use that stuff. And no. it's, it's not unlike what we talked about with Spygate and the Patriots. If they would have been stealing defensive signals without the use of cameras, nobody would have had any issue with that. And I have no issue. If you're a science stealer and the Cardinals were one of the best, Dave Duncan in terms of tipping pitches, uh, Jim Edmonds in terms of tipping pitches, but other guys that were down there stealing signs. If you're doing that without technology, then that's good. good for you. You're a great baseball right. player. If you or, steal the right way, it's not cheating. Exactly. That's right. right. Yeah. And I technology mean, is cheating. You know, and I don't know a whole lot about gambling, but card counting, is it's not, you're not allowed it's to. It's frowned upon. Totally frowned upon, but it's not like uh, you're just... You're, what what exactly are you doing when you're, you're card counting? Driver. Because because you, you that's are an excellent driver. because that's the way I kind of see uh, sign stealing, like the right way. Well, you know, because maybe I don't know exactly what card counting is. If you're is. good at it, people won't know. If you know how to give some money back every once in a while, mm-hmm. people won't know. If they do know, you're going to get kicked out. Just like if they do know in baseball, they're going to change their signs. So what are you doing? You're just a you're just a savant of some kind. Yeah, you some know sort of an idiot savant. Yeah, yeah there's a movie right. about this. Uh, oh, Rain really Man. good. Which, oh, a different one. Uh, There's also a movie about this specifically. Oh, 21. yeah, the, the uh, guy from there. And Bringing yeah. Down the House is yeah. the book. I'll bring it in for you. It's tremendous. Yeah, I saw the movie. Was the book better than the movie? No, I didn't read it. Hey, it's, it's, never, never, book. it's never really better Everybody than the movie. Everybody always says that. Just yeah. be, uh, stupid. No, it takes yeah, a lot longer. Than well, yeah, yeah, sure it was. Yeah. Well, good for you. It took I like four times, ten times as long. You know that scene that you thought that chick looked hot? She did. I saw it. Yeah. It's a fast lane on 101 ESPN and... We're winding things down. That means it's time for a game of Would You Rather. Get your text into 65780. Would You Rather next on 101 ESPN. Welcome back to the Fast Lane on 101 ESPN. Chris Ranji has departed for the Blues game against Montreal. Brad and Randy and Brad Barnes still with you for a little game of Would You Rather. Get your text into the Home Loan Expert text line 65780. Meet, what do you got for us? I want you guys to put yourselves in the shoes of the Los Angeles Rams. Ooh. If Bill Belichick Fancy. leaves the Patriots... Mm-hmm. Would you rather throw away Sean McVay and go after Belichick for a guaranteed five years or move forward with what you know of McVay? I'd move forward with what I have. I would, too, because I don't think Belichick flies in L.A. L.A. is more than substance. L.A. is style. And McVay... Or, You've seen that cutoff sweatshirt. Like, he didn't have style. Yeah, right. Well, the kids are bringing that back now because yeah. of him. We're on to Cincinnati. Yeah. yeah, that ain't going to work <laughs> with, every, with, every day. With all due respect. Yeah, that that is not going to fly in L.A. Even if he wins, they want personality. And one thing about Ryan Seacrest is that he's it's got still personality. Not yeah, still not Ryan Seacrest. Well, it <laughs> might as well be. Might as well, you're right. But an offensive-minded <laughs> Ryan Seacrest. Exactly, yeah. Would you rather get a paper cut once a day or have a blister on your foot for one week every month? I'll take the blister on my foot. I can handle that. I'm going to go with the uh, paper cut every day. Yeah, at some point, it's like they're not even going to hurt anymore. The blisters are a real pain, well, in the foot, technically. Um, yeah, I don't like those. <laughs> I don't like those one bit. Yeah. I just grab a pin and pop them. So if I get it that first of the week, I'm good. Then the wound might become gangrenous, though. Then, well, then you're walking on the one side. I like side. green, number one. It's uh, They say it brings out my eyes. Yeah. Do you, do you like the smell of almonds? Because I think that happens I love sometimes almonds. when yeah. wounds become they're, gangrenous. They're delicious, as you know, dark chocolate-covered almonds. Well, I don't think they'll taste like that. No, I don't think so. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't mind uh, having I, – hell, I just won't walk. I'll just uh, I'll relax. You get a hover around? Yeah. <laughs> Go to the Grand like, Canyon. So, so why do you have this? Well, I get a blister once every month yeah. and figured this would be safer. <laughs> Hover on takes you where you want to go. Still want that guy to fall off the green. Oh, wouldn't that be great? 
Would you rather have somebody film this show daily, like a Mike and Mike or another show like that, or be on remote every single day? Oh, I'll film the show daily because yeah. if it is like Mike and Mike or something like that, that means we're getting paid. Yeah. Big time money. I'll do TV as well. And one of the things that I'm given to understand about TV, and uh, you, you guys can ask Michelle Smallman about this, just got back from Bristol. They have incredible spreads for their shows, the food spreads. I like food. Yeah. So, like, off camera, those guys, uh, during breaks, they're just moving to the left or right. They've got an omelet bar at Mike and Mike. They've got yeah. fruit stands and everything. So, yeah, I would rather have that. Wait, wait, and wait. Then, and, Did you say omelet bar? Yeah, they've got an omelet bar. Like, every day there's yeah, an omelet? Or is it like, a, this is a fun, like, hey, let's do this every, every once in a while? Every day. Sometimes. And a chef. Come on. Yeah. Sometimes here we get an email that says, hey, we had somebody important here, and we bought lunch, and there's scraps left. Yeah. And then they're gone in yeah, like right. a second. Those nine thirty emails or nine o'clock Chick Fil A breakfast in the uh, in the lunchroom. Yeah, great. Thanks. I'm sitting at home like, damn, that sounds good. Yeah, it really does. So, in addition to what Brad said, we would be getting paid. I don't, and we're dressed reasonably enough for television right Not now. Really. We don't. Dress, you are, Randy. Well, you no, you are too, gentlemen. You look, you look magnificent. Thanks, Randy. So, uh, all those things. Not that we dislike being out among the the people. But just all of those ancillary things that we just talked about with TV, we'll take TV. Well, and, and I like to know where I'm going every day as opposed yeah. to, oh, okay, you're going everywhere every day. Yep. Now, I will add this caveat. I would rather do our shift on remote every day than ever get up early all the time. Yeah. I don't know. Really? Yeah. I feel like the morning would be the honey hole. I get the whole day. I just look, I'm not good at uh, I get up every morning between 6.45 and 7, and I don't know why. I just don't like get, getting up and me just don't agree with each other. Yeah, but there is a large difference between 6.45 and then getting up at like 3.30 yeah. to get ready oh, for a no, show. No. So, yeah, I see that. Would you rather get tickets to the Super Bowl this year when you don't have a team in it or to one game, game one of the World Series with your team in it? World Series all the way. I'll take the Super Bowl. I've just never, I've never, never been. been. Yeah, I, I really you, want to go to one. I, that's what I say to everybody. If you have the opportunity to go to a Super Bowl and you've never been to one, go. Because it's an event unlike any other. But once you've been to one or two, especially with the way the Super Bowl is now and the security and getting in and all that stuff, it's... Uh, the product's it, so good at home. It is. And there, there's just such a crowd. Now, New Orleans Super Bowl is awesome, but... My preference, actually, in the last Super Bowl that I went, the last Super Bowl week I went to, was New York. I flew home on Sunday morning and watched the game at home. BT just got back from uh, fantasy camp in Jupiter. Would you rather tear your hammy at fantasy camp Ooh. or throw out your back? Oh, like throw out like so no surgery needed. Like you don't know what it is, but it's not working. I'll take right. the hammy then because I've had the back, and that's that's uh, an issue. Now that tearing the a hammy, pain, worst pain I've ever had was back. That's mine. Like when I get to the point where I had to have surgery, like beforehand was like the worst pain ever. Yeah. I couldn't drive, I couldn't sit, I couldn't stand. Like basically lay down, but that hurt too. Like I don't put like on my worst enemy. I don't want you to have the bad back. Pain. When I was in eighth grade, I had a bad back, and it hurt way more than my broken wrists did. I bet. It was I bet. I hated Bo it. Bo Hart caught himself a hamstring this weekend. Oh, did he? Got him. Yeah, running down to first. <laughs> no tear though, just a slight strain. Yeah. And a to- torn hamstring as long as you don't run afterwards. It's not going to be painful. It's just going to take you can't run. That's the thing. Yeah. Those things roll up on you. Oh, just yeah. rip off the bone. Mm. Ow. Mm. Yeah. 
Would you rather get free chips and salsa to every restaurant that you go to or free hot rolls with your choice of butter? Chips and salsa. I love chips and salsa, especially if you got a good spread. This would be a great time for you to tell us all the best chips and salsa in town. I don't Six, disagree that chips and salsa are great. Chevy's, you ever been to Chevy's Fresh Mac? Yeah. Sensational. Really good. Chips and salsa. However, if you go to the Texas Road, yeah, Texas Road Crib. Uh, oh, the cinnamon? The rolls. Yeah, yeah with the, with the, the cinnamon, cinnamon butter. Unbelievable. And then the Cheddar Bay Biscuits at, uh, at Red Lobster. You can go, or, or Eckert's. Man, the fried biscuits that yeah. they have. So I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go fried. with the bread and butter. I might change. I still want chips and salsa. Chips and salsa. I, are I really like it. Are you going to have chips and salsa on Sunday? Oh yeah, that'll be yeah, there. I mean, it might, maybe it's a, a small compliment to my nacho bar with the seven cheeses. Love that. Yeah, yeah. that's including well Gouda. Yeah, it's going to be there. Havarti, strong solid cheese, a little manchego yeah. uh-huh. on top. You going to go with any gorgonzola? Of course. Wouldn't you? I mean, it's, it's a it, it's pungent, mm-hmm. but uh, but delicious in, in moderation. Yeah. Very good on your nacho bar. Yeah. And then the uh, you got to have that cheddar jack just because you're old school. Yeah, like to party. Would you rather fight two cats with wings or fight a lion without its front legs? Oh man, I think I'm going to take the cats. I'm going to take the cats too. I can knock them out of the wings. air. Boom. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Wow. Be okay. Yeah. I think I'm still going to win that fight. I'm going to come out with a couple scratches. Yeah. But uh, I feel sorry for that lion, by the way. He can't get around very well. Well, but he can I, still get up on his hind legs and bite me. I got a feeling he's, you know, animals are amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing this isn't going to be his first day without those legs. So I'm not catching him without knowing what he's doing. So he's probably figured out how to run on his hind legs anyhow. Right. So I don't think that's a good fight for and him. And he may have just have a couple of prosthetics. He might be like uh, the, the Blade Runner. Well, Oscar he, Pistorius. He's Can in you jail, imagine though. how fast he. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, well, I bet and the lion fast, really though. doesn't have thumbs, so he's not going to shoot you. No, he could bat you around a little bit, though, with those blades. That could hurt. Ouch. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. So I'm going to take the cats either way. Me Actually, I, I think it would be not fun, but if the cats are coming at you, the flying cats are coming at you, it, like have you ever swung at a fly that's in your house? Sure have. Miss you, those. Not going to miss yeah, these. Not going to miss a cat, no. And would you rather get three wishes from a demon genie and all of those wishes come with a price? Or just win a million bucks in the lottery. Give me the million bucks. I'll take the million bucks too. I just don't. I don't trust it. Some of those prices never have. Some of those prices might be fun, but I'm not going to roll the dice on it. Yeah, because like you might get three great wishes that come with a price that a lot of people might think is bad, but might be good. Right. What I think is I'm going to end up screwing up one of my wishes wishes with one of these bad things that that's involved. So it's just not worth it to me. I'll take the million. Qualifier. Could your first wish be? I don't want you to be a demon anymore. No, that's not. That's like wishing for more wishes. Yeah. Okay. Is that fair? It's a good idea. All right. Good. Uh, Ron's off to the hockey game. He will rejoin us tomorrow. Brad Barnes, our producer, doing great work. I'm going to throw one of these chicken wings at your fat ass. BT, good to have you back. Well, good to be back, Mo. I'm sure that uh, you talked to some people. They probably told you about my play down at Fantasy Camp. How did they say I looked? Um, Not great. Yeah, that's about right. Mike Ryder started the day as our board operator, and Nick Reddick came in to take over. Great job by him. Appreciate it. And thanks to you for tuning in, texting in, and being a part of the show for all of us until tomorrow at 3. Good night, St. Louis.